1: Well, it's 2.05 on this uh, Monday afternoon. Good to be back in the chair. Andrew, nice to see you.
0: Uh, nice to be seen, and uh, Jalen, it's nice to be sitting on this side of the table. <laughs> Far less responsibility.
1: <laughs> ah, and the roles are back to normal. I love it. There we go. Uh, you know what? Coming back to work uh, today, um, yesterday afternoon was on my Twitter account when we saw the news. Yeah. Uh, the news that broke yesterday afternoon really surprising a lot of people that former Albert Florida, MLA, and Speaker of the Legislative Assembly, Gene Zwazdeski Zwoz- had died. He was 70 years old. Such an interesting
0: guy. You know, yeah. uh, first elected back in, what, 93 under the Liberal Party banner. Uh, then he joined the Progressive Conservatives during his second term. Uh, he was elected in the riding of Edmonton Mill Creek six times along with serving as speaker from uh, 2012 to 2015. He headed so many uh, ministries including Alberta Health and Wellness, Aboriginal Relations, Education and Community Development.
1: Now before politics, Wozdeski was a teacher and musician performing with the Ukrainian Shimka Dancers based in Edmonton before becoming the group's music director.
0: He lost his seat in the 2015 election as many did and at that time, do you remember Jay, it was, mm-hmm. You know, he joined us in the afternoon news and he was asked to sum up his 22 years in politics.
2: Oh. I don't know. Don't know if I have an answer for that. Um. I haven't really thought about it yet. Huh? <laughs> I'm still in the chair until um, June 11th. And um, after that, I'm just really looking forward to spending some time with uh, <sighs> my uh, family, whom I've uh, neglected, unfortunately, <clears throat> on more than one occasion. Gosh, here we are in open air. Um,
1: I think it shows, though, what the last 22 years has meant to you and, and what a huge part mm. in the connection that you have with the people of I Alberta. I was doing so well up
2: <laughs> until that question. <laughs> you're
0: um, telling me after 22 years you're still a real person? Yeah. Jane? That's
2: fabulous. Well, yeah. You know 22 years has gone by relatively quickly but I can tell you as I will tell the MLA's at the mock uh, legislature that um, uh, y- you pay a price that you can't put into uh, dollars uh, or words <clears throat> there's um, there's an expression that uh, former Speaker Kowalski uh, frequently read and I've read on occasion when we uh, celebrate the life um, of an MLA who has passed on and uh, we invite the family and friends to come in and we talk about uh, uh, the sacrifices that MLAs have to make in terms of the time and the dedication and the, the time that you you miss the birthday parties the soccer games and whatever because duty calls especially if you're in California uh, too uh, that adds a lot more to it and it was uh, let us thank those who shared in the burdens of public life and it's not a burden in the way that people normally accept the word burden because it's an honor and a privilege it truly is an honor and a privilege to serve Um, but the burden is with the time I don't know that any MLA works less than 12 to 14 hours a day if you're going to be successful at this uh, job and by successful I mean successful in service I'm not talking about success at the ballot box I'm talking about success in in um, in helping those people who who truly need the help which is what motivated me to get into this in the first place. I will never forget that interview.
0: Uh, so tributes have been pouring in for Gene Zwazdeski. He's been remembered as someone who made a difference, who loved serving Edmonton and the province of Alberta, and he always did it with a smile on his face.
1: He sure did, and one of those remembering him fondly today is former Deputy Premier Thomas Lukaszik. Thomas, thanks for joining us this afternoon.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: Now, you had just spoken with Jean. We were talking last night, the two of us, and you you had mentioned to me that you had just spoken with him.
3: Well, we've been in touch uh, over the last couple of months. Uh, my my younger daughter uh, qualified to have a, a part in Shumka's Nutcracker that was uh, being staged over Christmas at the Jubilee Auditorium, and I thought that Jean would be delighted in... Uh, in knowing that so that prompted me uh, to call him I we spoke often but it prompted me to, to contact him so we, we had uh, discussions which then later uh, turned into text messages uh, because speaking was was um, more difficult for him. Uh, But yes, we we kept in touch as long as we possibly could.
0: So, Thomas, you know, I've seen, I have in the past seen you two out and about together uh, at both uh, official functions and otherwise. You were clearly friends. Take us back to when you met Gene. How well and how well you got to know him after that 2004 election?
3: No, I met Gene uh, before I was elected in 2001. um, he already would have been elected, but I met him through uh, community events. Uh, um, as, as any Edmontonian who was active in, in our community in, in any charitable work, uh, it was impossible not to know Gene because Gene uh, was a, a great supporter of the arts. Uh, he was uh, a hockey coach. Uh, he was an auctioneer. So uh, there, are, there are thousands of charities out there who who benefited through his uh, voluntary auctioneering at, at live auctions. So so I met Gene uh, that way. But then once we got elected, well, once I got elected, uh, we we became closer friends. Um, Gene always was inspiring, uh, as he uh, mentioned in in his interview with you. Uh that every m l a works at least fourteen hours, well uh Jean was just warming up at fourteen hours that <laughs> <laughs> so, so would be in the office at six o'clock in the morning and then, if you ever walked by Alberta legislature to do purple lights at night, uh, you'd see his lights in his office uh you know till eleven o'clock or midnight uh he was just that kind of a guy. Um, plus, uh, you know, Gene and I and, and uh, Ed Stelmak and then Kowalski and few others uh, with last names ending with Ski or Chuck <laughs> had this special connection <laughs> because we could communicate to e- with each other and, and share some common humor. Um, and, and we attended many of, of, of the same events. So we, we, we formed a, uh, perhaps a little closer bond than others. But, but, but Gene was friends with everybody, and not only with everybody in the PC caucus, but part of the reason why he became the speaker is is because he had friends across the aisle and and they we all felt that he would be a a great arbitrator an impartial referee uh in the chamber
1: you talked about that uh that heritage and and uh, the pride in it can can you go in a little bit more about that ukrainian heritage of uh of jeans and and uh how it shaped him maybe a little bit and how very proud he was of it
3: well, you know, Gene had yellow and blue uh, flowing through his veins. There's no doubt about it. He, uh, a proud, proud son of the Ukrainian community uh, uh, through his involvement in dancing with Shumka dancers, later uh, being a choreographer, um, singing with the men's uh, choir. But probably, I would say, the culmination of his pride in, in, in his Ukrainian roots was when he introduced... And successfully passed the holodomor uh, bill in alberta legislature which which is an act of parliament now um, that commemorates uh, the genocide of ukrainians during stalinist uh, uh, ussr um, that was something that was
1: extremely
3: important to him and and uh, if you ever look at footage of, of that bill passing in the house you will see uh, Gene crying because that was his way of uh, not only underlining his connection to Ukraine but sort of giving back to, to the to the ancestors of, of, of his Ukrainian family.
0: Uh, Thomas, tell the story, if you will, uh, about when you were Deputy Premier and he was a minister and you needed a bunch of the government needed a bunch of letters to go out in a hurry, signed by Gene.
4: Well,
3: I'll tell you a couple of stories. You know, Gene <laughs> was, was a uh, Uh, One of the most diligent ministers you'll ever find, and and, uh, uh, he wanted to be on top of every single little file in the ministry. But when you have a ministry as large as education or health, uh, that is practically simply impossible. But but that didn't mean that Gene wouldn't stop trying. And Gene always was a teacher, as you know. He taught at, at Vic High in, in Edmonton. And, and once a teacher, you never see him being a teacher. I, I recall there was a time when there was a critical political issue in health, as there usually is one per day. And, and we needed a large number of letters to go out to stakeholders. And, and the, de- the department, the correspondence unit, uh, drafted those letters. And all we needed was for Gene to sign them and, and shoot them out. Well, we found out uh, 24 hours later that those letters still haven't come out. So naturally, uh, we turned to the bureaucracy and ask why haven't they drafted the letters just to find out that they did draft them and print them for the minister's signature. But Gene found grammatical and spelling errors <laughs> in the letters. He marked them all with his red pen and sent them back <laughs> to <of> the <laughs> 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 So uh, that's when we realized that uh, Gene is teacher first, minister second. But those who receive those letters will not find any grammatical errors in them. But, you know, second interesting story. Gene and I were in Spain in the city of Zaragoza. We were putting in a a bid for Expo to be hosted in Edmonton in 2017 that later got kiboshed by by the feds and while in Spain putting in the bid Jean found out that there is some issue in his ministry and he didn't feel comfortable with his deputy minister handling it so he actually changed his flight hopped on a plane and left Spain a day and a half early just to deal with that particular um, issue whatever whatever the issue was and that's the kind of a minister he was and, and when he was dealing with constituents issues as well would never really sort of defer them to the, the thousands of staffers that you have but he would stay on top of those files and and, and had a, a pretty good understanding uh, and a finger on the pulse of what's going on everywhere
1: thomas uh, how are you going to remember him you
3: no know, i will remember gene in many ways but uh, i will remember him as a person and, and again he's so eloquently elaborated in his uh, interview you know politicians uh uh, are just public figures that most people don't even get to know uh, well, and, and and often have misconceived uh, um, ideas of who they really are. But I know Gene the person. I know Gene that uh, would bring his mom to events, uh, who who is still with us, um, playing her mandolin. Uh, I know Gene that would sit down at a piano and play Christmas carols. You uh, mm-hmm. know, I know I know the human side of Gene, uh, talking about Christine all the time and about his kids and and the fact that often we would be traveling or working till late at night and and, and missing events. So I, I know I know this was the Gene, uh, the guy. Um, to me, his role as a politician was only a, a secondary one. However, being the guy that he was, certainly made him. a a great politician, a compassionate
1: politician. Former Deputy Premier Thomas Lukaszek joining us this afternoon. Thomas, thank you for taking the time and sharing some memories with us. We appreciate it.
3: Thank you for remembering, Jean. Thank you.
1: Take care. Uh, It is 2.17 when we come back. Heather Klimchuk, the former MLA Edmonton Glenora, will join us uh, with her recollections of Jean Zwazdeski. Thomas Luke Hazzick, talking about um, Gene showing up with his guitar, playing a mandolin, maybe mm-hmm. uh, whatever it was, and oftentimes accompanied by his mom uh, on the mandolin. That was um, some sound from a uh, christmas open house or a holiday open house hmm. back in 2012 found today uh him singing you are my sunshine and i believe that was his mom on mandolin as wow. well uh heather
0: klemchuk was uh, the mla for edmonton glenora from 2008-2015 served as minister of culture and minister of human services and she too is remembering Jean swastaski today and joins us on the phone hi heather
4: hello andrew hello
1: Jalen thank you for joining us today um i know in uh you, one of your tweets was one of the first ones i saw yesterday afternoon you talked about gene saying he was a joy to be with and always celebrated the best in all of us can you expand on that
4: yeah he did and i just want to say i was listening to the the beginning of gene's interview uh, post 2015 election wow that brought back a lot of mm-hmm. memories um I guess for me, you know, hearing about Gene's passing has just been a uh, just been a uh, so many emotions and and feelings. But what the one common denominator for Gene is that he always he valued everyone and he was always kind, always kind, and that's something that I've I, I will I uh, learned from him, especially as a new MLA, new minister. He was always so helpful. And uh never, ever, you know, you know I asked a lot of questions and made sure I was doing things right and doing going through the right channels. and he was always there for me, and he just had um un- this incredible energy <laughs> all the time. and the the piano playing. We would go on cabinet tours um, with different, the four premiers I served with, and we would go into seniors' homes or meet with constituents and other ridings, and he would just get on the piano and sing his heart out. It was just incredible.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny because I don't want to use up your time, Heather, but I know you'll appreciate this. I met Gene maybe six months into doing radio, mm-hmm. and I just met him at a comedy show, and he was in the audience. It was a fundraiser for a community event, and uh, he pulled me aside and introduced himself. He said, I'm Gene. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you know what? I like? he, he, he paid me some compliment, but he said, you know what? If you ever just want to know how things work, just phone me, and I'll tell you how <laughs> things work. And oh, it, and that's awesome. It was. It was just. And then somebody later said, oh, you know who that is? Gene's Gene desk?" I'm like, are you kidding? Uh-huh. Like, he was just this regular funny guy. He had his arm around me. He just he,
1: he had it he always uh, w- always found that Gene had a way of making you feel important important or yeah. special yeah. even if you didn't know him very well. Yeah. And I think that says a lot about him. Don't you think so, Heather?
4: Oh, I agree. I think the
1: interactions he had at Safeway over the years were probably very memorable. <laughs> <and> interactions <laughs> with, with real people and
4: that's what I you know, that's what I love about him. And I think um when you aspire to be a politician, often people have different motives, but his motive was genuine just so incredibly genuine and i i think the telling marker for me is the transition to the new notley government back in 2015 Mm -hmm. he was there for all those new mlas and he put aside it was he was non-partisan and he just did the best he could for the for the rookies and and those things are i mean that's his legacy and that's something that you know, um, that I've tried to aspire to is, is to, is to make sure that we be positive and be kind. And Gene did that every day of his life, and he sacrificed so much. I, I think, as Thomas said, the burdens of public life, it's hard, but it's so rewarding. Um, and I know that his family, his daughter and son and grandchildren, are. I just can't imagine what they're going through right
1: now.
0: You know, Heather, you mentioned, I just want to explore that for a second, um, mm-hmm. how he taught the new MLA's. You remember
1: uh, MLA school?
0: MLA school, yeah. right? But, yeah. but my take on that in talking to him and, and sort of seeing it from afar was that it, it was more than just him being a great guy and doing a, a really great service. It was his true and deep love for the process that mm-hmm. he wanted it done right.
4: That's right, and he was, you know, all this. When I got elected, it was Speaker Kowalski, and then we had Speaker Speaker uh, Swadeski. And you're right; the, he so believed in the process, the parliamentary process, the fundamental reason why you get to be an MLA and the privilege of being in the chamber, and that's what he he loved. I I think that was his most favorite job, being a speaker, in all the years he served. That's my opinion, but. He did it with such love and with such respect, and um he would you know uh, help you as much as he could in question period, but a speaker can only do so much because he's got to represent everybody. Mm-hmm. but um you're right. it was his you know, and he would travel all over the world representing um, our legislature with um, other mLAs, and he always did it with such class, and everybody knew about the Alberta legislature. And the legacy of our speakers, and especially with Gene. Do you have a a, a favorite story of him? <laughs> I have many. Um, <laughs> what I, what I love about Gene was he was as I'm an arts and culture that that's my passion, my mm-hmm. life. He always embedded in everything, whether it was our MLA choir, and we used to sing Christmas carols, and uh, he would we'd have little rehearsals, and him and Verlin Olson, Verlin Olson, and Richard Starkey, we'd all. Be singing our hearts out and thinking we're so awesome but it felt great but maybe the audience didn't think so and then my other memory is you know when you're a member of a caucus all caucuses go on retreats you try to get away you put away the phones and no meetings you have to be there you know with with your premier and we would um go on caucus retreats and he, there was one particular one where um, they uh, did a rendition of Pretty Woman. It was Richard Starkey in the accordion and, <laughs> and Jean on the mandolin. And then, of course, I was leading them because I was the minister of culture. So uh, we went and sang Pretty women and we, we serenaded a bunch of people. And, and those are memories I'll never forget because when you're an elected official, it's hard work. And they're your family, and, mm. and you love them, and you, you spent so much time with them. And Jean was just always full of life and full of musicality. And that musicality is something that we should all
1: aspire towards. Hmm. Heather Klimchuk joining us this afternoon. I know that you're away right now. Heather, want to thank you for taking the time to join us and sharing a thank few you. thoughts. Appreciate and, it and so th- much.
4: Th- Thank you for your tributes. I, I had the radio on here. It's wonderful and thank you both of you. You do such a great job. Thanks, oh, Heather. thanks Heather. Thanks
1: for listening. Before we go to break here, uh, this clip from that interview that we did back in uh, 2015 about the spirit of service. We've heard lots of people talk about Gene Zwazdeski and his commitment to serving the, uh, his, his riding and to the province of Alberta.
2: Uh, but you're there to serve and so I'm going to miss uh, that service. Uh, I ran to help uh, people with their difficulties and problems. I often say that uh, back in my hometown of San um, Sangudo, mom and dad and uh, and our family we were kind of like the social services of the area. (laughs) That was before social services was invented (laughs) formally as a title probably, but uh, I grew up in in a spirit of service to others and being treated the way that uh, um, being uh, treating others I should say the way that I would like to be treated. And so those are some of the goalposts that have guided me. And here in Mill Creek, it's been a privilege and an honor. And I should say thank you to all of those people who supported me and voted for me in six consecutive elections, (laughs) including this seventh one, which didn't quite go our way, but uh, we'll move on.
0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.